Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, let's go on a Friday night into a Saturday morning on the Eastern and Central time zone. It's the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon, but the boys are out tonight. So you've got yours truly and the stinking genius who will join us in mere moments. Again, no truth to the rumor that Arnie was bailing last week because of his horrible week of picks. But as Steve DeSager just said, big play alert. I am all in on both these exhibition games tonight. Now, to be fair, 
I think the reason that I've been all in on both of these exhibition games tonight is is kind of twofold. Number one, we've actually seen the starters more than like a breath. And then number two, we, we've had some we've had some pretty big plays. As a matter of fact, just seconds ago, uh, Brandon Allen got the one-yard touchdown run on a play that looked like uh, actually on a, on a, an overall drive that was uh, kind of impressive earlier in the game. But I thought we were going to get a big-time play alert. I thought that we're going to have ourselves a monster play. Ended up going out uh, down with one. Touchdown, Brandon Allen. Bengals up 10-6. to six. But in the Chiefs-Cardinals game, I've been all in because Andy Reid played his starters a ton tonight. As a matter of fact, there was a point where we were kind of going back and forth and wondering why. Now, again, there's a great catch 22 that you're in the midst of because as fans, you want to see the starters play more. As fans, you want to see the number ones get the call and play. But then again, there, there's this point where even when you're watching the starters, you kind of stop and you're like, okay, this is like two or three series now. And if you subscribe to the, the Chris Plank handbook for how to enjoy and celebrate the preseason, there's only two things that really matter. Number one, do we look competent? In other words, are you out there turning it over six times, looking at you, New Orleans, committing 10 penalties, whatever it might be? Are, are we lining up properly? Do we, do we get this football thing? That's number one. And then number two, number two, staying healthy. So with that in mind, yes, we want to watch the starters. Yes, we want to see the best play. Yes, yes, we want to get after it. But then again, you sit there stinking genius and you wonder, why are they still in the game? Let's go what? Dolphins. Why are they? They're not playing. Let's tonight, go Dolphins. They're not. They're not playing tonight. Were you surprised to see how much Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs starters went here? I this think evening? I was more surprised how blasé they looked. To be honest with you, how blasé the Chiefs looked. Yeah. They they, they scored a touchdown on their first drive. Oh, they turned gee, it over oh, on the second. Stop the presses! Kansas City scored a touchdown. Well, I mean, you're saying they look blasé in the two drives. They scored a touchdown on one, and they were Mahomes got intercepted in the end zone. all through the first half, like you said, and they had 10 points in the first half against a lousy uh, Cardinal team. Well, I, I, listen, I'm not going to sit here and defend by any stretch of the imagination the, the Kansas City Chiefs, but, I mean, there's reworked offensive line going to take them some time. I thought the Cardinals' defense looked pretty good. I thought looking at Isaiah Simmons in the single digit, I thought he looked pretty good, but – uh, no, you're you're out here. This is all about the suck of the Chiefs, then, right? No, the, it just makes my pick even. I feel better with my pick now. Oh my god, uh, my Super Bowl pick because I I don't feel bad leaving Kansas City out. Well, you've already changed your pick once, so I mean, I haven't given my official official pick. How are you, Arnie? I I can sense this is you haven't been on the air all week long, so I can imagine tonight's going to just be uh, all your picks, all of your uh, bombastic. Uh, Statements is that what we're in for here this what evening? Mean, bombastic. What are you talking about? What well, is... the first thing you do is you're late for the show. Number two, I is... was I was watching the Kansas City game just to make sure to to make sure I'm not going to pick Kansas City. <laughs> okay. Uh, number two, they they didn't really look all that bad, and all of a sudden they stink. And then number three, you're already cheering for the Dolphins, who 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 a aren't playing tonight, and b you have going to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm sure I'm assuming for, the, for the third Oklahoma straight team. year. Uh, I'm What's doing that? that already. 
okay, Arnie, just take the show over. <laughs> just just do your thing tonight. I'm going to kick my feet up. It's you're not making any sense. Well, you're not making any sense this, whatsoever. This the first thing you do when you jump on is you start cheering for the Dolphins for some reason. So I'll just kick my feet up and be along I, for the ride tonight. You go wherever re- you want. You drive. This is a new record. I've aggravated you in five minutes. No, no, no. Flat. I, it, yes, yes. I, 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 I'm record. aggravated. I, I, I don't understand. For, I don't understand. I can look at the Chiefs and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, they look horrible. I mean, it, it's a preseason look, game, they number one. Okay. They, they, okay, they look like a Super Bowl champ playing. Is that what they didn't mean, win the right? Super Bowl. <laughs> so, I mean, they won it two years ago. I'm not. Ex- are you expecting anyone to look like a Super Bowl champ? No, I just – I don't know. I expected a little bit more. I don't even know why they had Mahomes in there so long. I'm saying to myself, if this guy goes down and gets hit – and by the way, there was about three or four plays where he could have been hit on. Um, I, what well, do you think we'd be talking run. about tonight? The fourth down run was a big one. But that was oh. the thing that I came away from tonight. I was surprised they played that long. I'm wondering why exactly. I mean, did they feel like they weren't getting it done in practice or they felt like he needed the reps? I'm not sure. That's Andy Reid's thing. Yeah. That's what he does. That That's how he handles the preseason. And uh, one of the things that's always stood out to me is, well, I, I shouldn't say stood out to me, but one of the things is that Andy Reid has said all week long and, and even going into last week because the Chiefs were one of the few teams that played starters last week. You know, Chiefs did, the Bucks did, uh, the Dolphins did for a while. A lot of teams, I mean, the Packers set out 33 guys, the Raiders set out 30 guys, but the Chiefs and the Bucks and the, I think there was someone that had a stat like the last four or five Super Bowl winners had all played their exhibition the openers. Eagles nobody. I think I played for the Eagles. Right, right, Oof. right. That was not a good night for the Philadelphia Oof. Eagles last night. But it's what Andy Reid does. What was my answer to your question? Not succinct enough. Did you have to get to the Eagles from last no, night? No, no. You were just going through all the teams that played the first thing. Oh, one team that wasn't was the Eagles. That's all. <laughs> well, hell, their quarterback ended up in the uh, hospital. That's oh, part of the geez. reason why. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Hurts had a stomach bug last night. But we're in the midst of it. The Bengals are up 10-6 in the third quarter. I give scores for gambling purposes, not because it matters anything more than that. And about six and a half to go in the third quarter. The Chiefs are on top of the Cardinals 17-0 to right now. Now, uh, and if I can just read between the lines here, I'm assuming that your takeaway so far tonight, the Chiefs suck. Uh, the uh, your, Ryan Fitzpatrick is amazing. I don't know. I, I haven't really watched as much of the watch. I just put the Washington game on here in the studio. Uh, I don't have my second TV up and going yet, but I haven't watched hardly any of this Washington Cincinnati game tonight. I don't know how much I want to watch the second half with Tyler Henke in the game or Henneke, however we're saying it now. Yeah. But but I uh, I kind of dug that Arizona and Kansas City gave the starters a few series. But like I said off the top, you reach this point where you're like, okay, um, don't want to get hurt. Don't want to get injured in this situation. Well, you, you're going to see them a lot now with the second preseason game, considering we only have three. The third game is going to be meaningless. I mean, there's going to be you people You think that's there. what's going to happen? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be nobodies, and just to make sure that everybody's going to be healthy and nobody's going to get out there, that, that's going to make your roster. I mean, mar- barely you'll see third stringers out there. So that's what this was week's all about, getting your starters maybe a few reps and saying, are you guys ready for the start of the season? Are you a fan of the joint practices that end up getting a, a heck of a lot more coverage than these exhibition I games love seem to them. get. I love the joint practices. I love that stuff. Why do we not? I, I'm starting to think, wasn't the NFL Network, didn't Peter King have a report during the summer that oh, the start of training camp was going to end up being a big deal? The NFL is going to create this thing and try to control the news cycle around the calendar. And I thought, you know, the, the best way you could do it is televise these joint practices. Find us a way to get a couple of cameras in there because I, let's see, I saw – 
my man Sterling Shepard throwing hands today. Antonio Brown got thrown out of a practice for getting in a fight. The Raiders actually left their practice against the Rams because of a brawl between the two teams. I mean, hell, Arnie, it seems like there's more juice in these joint practices than we even have in games. I feel like the hype for the start of the NFL season is like, 10 times more than it ever ever has been. And I feel like the start of college football, um, we're just like sweeping it under the rug like, eh, no big deal. I really never felt like a college football season, this blasé coming in when we really should be pumped up after what we had last year, Chris. Oh, you think it's blasé going into the college football season? Yeah, That's because I, your Wildcats stink. When you have teams that are good and you live in their market, Arnie, and you talk about them nonstop, you don't have to manufacture this desire for your team to be good. I'm juiced about college football. And and I don't know how we got here on college football, but eh, here we are. And I got to think about everything that's going on around it. You got you got this dumb alliance thing, which makes no sense. And everyone's right. like, oh, here, here's the latest on the alliance. And then you read through it and you're like, this this says nothing. This this has nothing about what anyone is going to do, except that they're saying they're going to form an alliance. You've got that. You've got great games. You always bitch about games. You got great games yeah. in your opening week or two. Why? What do you mean, Blase? I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm up here in the Northeast or, or whatever it is. It just feels like it's coming. It's like all NFL. It's all right. Here. Here we go. We're ready for the start of the season. I felt also like the the uh, Oklahoma Texas realignment to the SEC has taken out a lot of steam. I feel like the rest of us is like, what are we going to do with the other conferences? What's going to happen? The Big Twelve uh, is the Pac twelve, Big Ten, ACC going to align? How is that going to work? I feel there's so much talk about that. We're not even concentrating on the season. Well, we're still leading up to the season. Yeah. So there's, you know, next week is BYU week zero. going to get the butt whooping. They're going to, we owe them a butt whooping in that first game too. So take your butt whooping like a man, BYU. Why, why do you sniffle? What is, what is it after every single take? Are, are you like <laughs> trying to, to fight someone or something? Or are you like wiping your nose to say, take that tough guy. Take I'm coming to get guy. you. Yes, exactly. Take that. <laughs> I, but what is the spread in that game? Have you even investigated yet? Have they yeah, thrown it out BYU's there yet? BYU's like a 12 point favorite. Favorite? Uh, yeah. Well, I hope you guys get them. That's in oh, Vegas, we, right? Yeah, we'll, don't, we'll don't, beat them. Don't say, oh, we will when you're a 12 point underdog. We'll beat them. We'll take care of them. We owe them. <laughs> you owe them. You owe them. Who else yeah. got? I think the we list of people you owe is growing every <laughs> single day for Arizona. I, I, but I will say, I, I am yeah. taken aback a little bit whenever you say that you don't feel like there's a lot of juice for the college season. Again, I, I'm kind of unique because I live in a college town. And right. obviously, it, it's a team that's highly ranked, but it, we'll see how it plays out. I think the excitement level for both the college and the pro season is as high as it's ever been, Arnie. And I, for me, I think it's because of one reason and one reason only, and that's fans getting to be back in the stands. Now, we're starting to see this Delta variant cause some problems. Hawaii yeah. announced today that even though, you know, Hawaii built like a, I don't say makeshift, but they built a new stadium that could seat 9,000 on campus because Aloha Stadium was deemed a place they couldn't play. Right, so they right. built like this makeshift stadium. And today it comes out that they can't have fans. You're starting Oof. to see the Saints, the Raiders came out. So I, I, I hope that we don't end up affecting our crowds because, again, my my standard thought here is, guess what? We, we still have yet to see a situation where any super spread or our massive transmission event is taking place at a sporting event. But, I, got, I mean, I, I think most of the excitement, Arnie, is we're going to get back to what – I mean, I'm – the game makes it great, but what really takes it over the edge, and that's fans in the stands, and that's that game day environment. Yeah, I, I just always assume we're going to have fans back in the stands. I, 
I didn't think we were going to have a reversal. I mean, especially when you read what's going on in Las Vegas with, um, you know, saying you have to be vaccinated. I, I thought I, I didn't even assume that some of the colleges are going to say uh, no fans. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a little bit worried there. But, man, let's get going. I am ready for the start of the season. Um, I can't wait for college. Like I said, I'm up here in the Northeast. I feel like I'm an island up by myself here. Nobody cared about college football. I know you guys down there uh, in the South and, and places like that love this stuff, so I can't wait. Well, it's we, we've got some college football notes to get to tonight, including some unfortunate news out of Auburn. I know my, my man Paul's dialed in, but apparently yeah. they've had an outbreak of COVID. Could that affect them heading into the season? Week zero is Saturday. Not not this coming, a week from Saturday. That's We are eight days, and by the time this show hits hour number four in the Central and Eastern time zone, we'll, we'll be seven days away. We'll be a straight-up week away from the start of real college Let's football go. games, so we'll get to that. But, Arnie, we do have a, a little skosh of breaking news, and yeah. I don't really know how much you would consider this to be uh, stop the show, break this down, let's go. But Sean Payton did just announce that on Monday night, Jameis Winston is going to start the the game against the Jaguars. I, I, are the Jaguars, whichever way you want to go with it, Jacksonville. Um, but but I I mean again, I, I don't think we get too carried away or too shocked on who's starting a preseason game. I know you've been kind of high on Taysom Hill. But does this kind of give you an indication that you think Jameis Winston has the leg up right now in this quarterback battle? It would seem like that, though. You Like right. you said, I'm, I'm all into Taysom Hill. I think having him um, gives them the best option to win. So uh, it's not like I'm anti-Jameis. I, I just like Taysom Hill and his uh, obviously his running ability, what he could do with his legs. And I do like him. I don't think he's as bad with his arm as everybody else is making him out to be. So... Uh, I think that's going to be a mistake if you decide to start Jameis instead of instead of him. AutoZone has more ways for you to start your job your way. That means getting what you need fast. Some jobs can't wait. That's why AutoZone offers free same-day store pickup. With their free same-day store pickup, you can order online and pick it up today in more than 5,600 AutoZone locations. Some jobs can wait. That's why AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over $35. Free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. To get in the zone, AutoZone. All right, we've got a busy show coming up, so let's start hustling. John Paul Morosi is coming up later on this hour. We'll talk some Major League Baseball. We've got Jason Cole right around the corner. Speaking of NFL insiders, we'll throw your Super Bowl pick in front of him and see what he thinks. And your boy Bernie Fratto. Coming up later in the evening. And as always, the best way to get in touch with the show is by Twitter. You can hit us up on Twitter at Fox Sports Radio. Arnie is at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. We're all over the exhibition games. We'll be all over baseball tonight. And when we come back, let's revisit last night. You know, Arnie's up for the Northeast. There's a lot of buzz about the starting quarterback job in New England. Did we get an affirmative answer last night as to who's the man? We'll talk about it next on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. John Paul Morosi is coming up here in moments. In moments, Arnie Spanier. I'm ready to roll. Major League Baseball. Hey, it can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go when you think of calling for a ride home. Nah. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over? You lose your license? You total your car? You kill someone? Drive sober. uh, Drive sober. I get pulled over. Paid for by... 
Nitsa. All right, so what's on TV number one for the stinking genius tonight? Is it Kansas City and, uh, and Arizona? And then, of All course, right. I put Washington, Cincinnati on the other TV, though I'm I'm probably dumber for it after watching part of that game. They're just horrible. It's bro. horrible. That's that's been yeah. that's what I've had on the main screen here since we started the show. And I put since in, I put Kansas City on Arizona, my auxiliary channel. I'm trying to follow Major League Baseball as best as I can too. This is a fun night, man. Uh, Dodgers match just getting underway. They're in the top of the tenth between the White Sox and the Rays right now. DeSager is going to have all the updates coming up here in moments. But, hey, uh, real quick before Jay, before yeah. John Morosi, John Paul Morosi calls us and we talk some Major League Baseball and uh, what's shaping up to be maybe some interesting races for the wild card, what, what, what was the buzz today about Mac Jones v. Cam Newton after last night, Arnie? Well, first of all, everybody's in love with Mac Jones. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The kid is just, I mean, he's like a mini Tom Brady, and not just because of um, what he can do. I know that's a big praise to put on him. Just his poise, the way he came out. Um, he just looks so, so good. Now, I will say this. Uh, Newton has done nothing to lose the job. No, but He's going to be the starter. But eventually, it's going to go ahead and be Mac Jones. If the kid's going to take over eventually, why not go ahead and start him now? I don't think there's a much of a difference between the two quarterbacks anyway. So you might as well go with the future, and the future is now. Um, I go with the youngster and see what he can put up there. I know it's going to be a lot tougher once the season starts. Cam Newton doesn't scare me at all. Uh, He doesn't throw the ball downfield enough. Even the rookie was throwing the ball downfield more than Cam. So uh, I, I would go with the rookie, but they'll probably go with Cam until after week four when Tom Brady comes to town. Once Brady's gone, then maybe they could start Mac Jones. But could you imagine starting Mac Jones' first game when Tom Brady comes to town with Tampa? How funny would that be? Unbelievable. Not, 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 what if he outduels him? Okay, okay, listen. We'll, we'll oh. hit pause. We'll hit oh. pause on that. I'm, listen, that's another can of worms we can open okay, up later. Okay. <laughs> We're in for Jason and Mike tonight. It's Fox Sports Radio. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank, and I'm pumped to be joined by, gosh, one of the best follows on Twitter, whether it's baseball or hockey or you name it. This dude's into everything. John Paul Morosi is in the house. Uh, man, good to chat with you, John. Thanks for coming on with this, man. I know you're a busy dude, but. Boy, all, all of a sudden you look up, all of a sudden you look up, and my goodness, John, we've got ourselves some pretty fun wild card races going on, and maybe not some of the teams that we thought were going to be there either. Well, Chris and Arnie, my pleasure as always to speak with both of you, and you're right. Uh, how about this evening, looking at the way the Cincinnati Reds have oh. been playing? They are right there on the heels of the San Diego Padres, and then you look at it in the American League and the way the Yankees have played of late really has vaulted them beyond the Boston Red Sox. And now you start to wonder, do the Red Sox, who had the best record in the AL for so long, do they even find a way to get into the postseason this year? Wow. What happened to that? What happened to the Red Sox? I mean, my goodness, it's all falling apart. They got Saleback, who's looked good in both the starts. The second one was today, and he was uh, shutting out uh, Texas. I I mean, I could shut out Texas, but um, as you mentioned, the Yankees on a roll, Oakland on a roll, Seattle's uh, uh, picking it up. I don't think Boston's going to get into the playoffs. I think you're right. And for me, the, the real question with the Red Sox has been the, the lack of consistency with their rotation of late. And there was some buzz, if you remember back about a month ago, about the Red Sox pursuing Max Scherzer. And, of course, they did not get him. He goes out to the Dodgers. And I wonder if Bloom, their president of baseball operations in Boston, 
if he knew deep down that maybe this team was was playing beyond its means for a while, that maybe they were uh, overachieving, to use a, the, the blunt term, and that he was not going to use the very best prospect capital that they had to, to make the moves and sustain the run. I think that that's probably the right decision that he made to not go all in and do that. Uh, and obviously it's, it certainly has been, if that was his thinking, it's proven it to be correct because – this team does not look like they're going to be able to compete with the Rays or the Yankees and Tampa Bay guys. You know, they're the team that does it every single year. This year is a little different. Uh, they're doing it with more offense this year than pitching. But the Rays, the, the consistency of their success is a model in this entire major league right now. And, and they're really on their way to a potentially uh, winning the division again and, and maybe making it back to the World Series. So, I I am just so enamored with what the Braves have done. I mean, here is a team yes. here is a team that could have easily just tapped out, right? You lose, you lost Acuna. Uh, Ian Anderson was was dinged, and then you go out and make a handful of moves. None of them overly sexy, and they're just rolling right now, seven straight. What have you seen that's really clicked for them? Well, a couple of things, and I think Chris, you're exactly right that uh, Alex Anthopoulos has talked about this, and it, it actually it's. I, I love when GMs acknowledge that it's not all about the numbers because the Braves were down below 500. Everybody was saying, hey, they got to sell. This team is going nowhere. Acuna is injured. Ozuna's not available either. And, and this team is just not going to be able to make a run. Well, right after the All Star break, Alex Anthopoulos makes a trade for Jack Peterson. Now, this was not a blockbuster, but right. he said that he wanted the team to show up for the first game after the break and say, hey, we, we brought in a major league player that we know, all-star in the past, we're not giving up yet. And you look, at basically the Braves have been the best team in baseball since that trade. Mm. They, they sent the message. They remade effectively their entire outfield. They brought in Solaire. They, they really have, have looked at a number of different players to bring in there and play the outfield. They, they remade the bullpen a little bit. Max Fried tonight was tremendous. Uh, they've just had – it's been a good combination of new players coming in and the existing core really, I think, being stimulated by by that move and by the overall organizational belief that they still had some, some better days to come. Freddie Freeman has been outstanding as per usual, and, and this team now is dangerous. They are the, the dangerous team that's had to play – really good baseball down the stretch if they want to win the division. They've got a great chance to do it. And that's where the baseball playoffs, guys, I love it. I think in this respect, it's a little bit like the Stanley Cup playoffs in that you can have a team that has to really play great down the stretch to get in, and then they become very dangerous. The regular season records, you can throw them out the window. It's all about how you're playing right now, how healthy you are right now. And the Braves, if they're healthy – are a dangerous team. They look that way right now. JP, speaking about down the stretch, San Francisco, will they fight off the Dodgers down the stretch? 40 games left, two-and-a-half game lead. That's a big spot there because you don't want to finish in the wild card a one-game uh, a series against the Padres. Anything happens there, even though the Padres are going in the wrong direction, but um, that's going to be a great race. Do they hold off the Dodgers? Well, the Padres or the Reds, as we just documented, or maybe that's going to be a game against Cincinnati and Luis Castillo. Uh, I think the Dodgers find a way to win the division. On Still, on any given night, they've got the best players on the field of any team in baseball. And they're going to get better once Mookie comes back. 
And so Mookie gets back. They've got Seager. They've got Turner. Chris Taylor's played great. Max Muncy's played like an MVP at different times this year. That's a really good team. Will Smith just gets big hit after big hit. I really think the Dodgers on any given night are the best team in the game. And in two and a half games, when you're as talented as L.A., I know that there's not a ton of time left, but I do believe over 40 games the Dodgers find a way to win the division. It's going to be the Giants against possibly the Reds in the NL wildcard game. Hey, a couple more. I'll let you get out of here. John Paul Morosi is our guest talking Major League Baseball. Where do you feel like things have gone wrong for the Mets, J.P.? Uh. Well, uh, this would probably require an extended discussion. And, you know, Jason, <laughs> Jason Smith usually is, of course, uh, right. uh, at, at the controls of the show. And we get to the Mets a lot. That's his team. And so I, I would say this. Their offense has just been dreadful this year. And it's been the subject of Steve Cohen's tweets uh, yep. quite often, his frustration with their lineup. Uh, it's been a very inconsistent lineup. And that's – the, the funny thing is, I was there in New York last weekend, and uh, for a couple of the games, I look at the names in the lineup and I say, okay, you've got Alonzo and McNeil and Nimmo and Smith, Conforto. Like, the names look good, but it just hasn't worked. They have not hit situationally. Their execution has been poor. They don't run the bases especially well. And so when you add up all those reasons, it, it's been a very underwhelming offense. They – they have underperformed their 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 hit tool, if you will. They've underperformed what their on base percentage suggests they should be doing, and and you now have to think: do there do we see even more changes? And obviously, injuries have played a part. Lindor has been out, Baez has been out, and if, if Lindor, I'll say this: if Lindor hits like the Cleveland Lindor, they're probably still in first place, and if he stays healthy. But of course, he hasn't been healthy, and he hasn't hit. And Baez arrives, he gives him a jolt, and then he goes back on the IL. So it's been an inconsistent team. Injuries have played a role, and they have to hope that they find some way to really correct things quickly. But I just don't see it, guys. Right now I see the Braves winning the NL East. You know, but by the way, I just want to say you said Jason Smith's a big Med fan. I named my son Shea for Shea Stadium, so – Wow! Yeah, come on. I now. mean, Let's sorry, go. sorry to offend your team as well, Arnie, but they're just—they're just not that good right now. They're not that good right now. So, I'm uh, like J- I see them. You, you got to be honest. Hey, JP, final thought, then we'll let you go. Uh, my my family's all in St. Louis, and they're starting to blow me up. It's like, hey, look out, look out. This team's this team's got something. They've climbed to within three and a half of the wild card. They got they need a little help, but could could, could they slide in there? Could they end up being a playoff team? You know, they've got Miles Michaelis coming back, you know, Flaherty coming back, too. I think that when the uh, when the summary is written on the Cardinals season, you're going to look at what they did while Flaherty was out. And they and that that's going to be, I think, the reason why they're out of the playoffs. I, I, I think yep. Cincinnati has Cincinnati's talented enough one through 26 to hold off St. Louis. I think Cincinnati finds a way to get the second wild card. If Flaherty had not been injured, St. Louis probably would be the team I'm talking about that's in the that's in the Reds' place. And so, as much as I would love to be able to tell you, Chris, that I'm going to go to the Hill and get some great dinner at Charlie <laughs> yes. Gito's and hang out on, on Cugiono Place and St. Ambrose Church right there on the beautiful hill in St. Louis with all my Italian American friends, I, I, I'm just going to tell you it's probably not going to happen. Mm. May this piace morto. I don't think St. Louis makes it, and I'll have to wait till next year to go back to the Hill.
Oh, man. Love it. John Paul, you're the man. Thanks for your time. As always, have a great weekend. My pleasure, guys. Always enjoy the conversation. Thanks for everything. Yeah, he's oh, awesome, John it. Paul Morosi. Love talking to him. You okay? You okay? He's, he kind of destroyed your Mets there. You gonna well, be they're under right? 500. They should be destroyed. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio tonight in for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Brought That's to you in right. part by Discover, which matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more, Arnie, at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen report. Limitations apply. How was your off weekend last week? Oh, it was good. It was good. I, I went down to Connecticut. Uh, it was my mother-in-law's birthday. She's 178 today, so happy birthday. Uh, we had Harry. We went to see Harry Connick Jr. Really? So, uh, it was quite the weekend, of course. Yeah. He's still a thing. Good on him, man. Yeah. That's well, awesome. I didn't know he was a thing, but yeah, yes, that's where he was. So what, were you like a fan, or was this No, my like mother-in-law's a, a fan, oh, okay. so we went because of her. No, I'm... I'm sorry. I I'm I didn't know much about him. I'm not quite the fan, but but I went, you know. Last time I went to a concert it was uh, I think uh Billy Joel and uh Elton John up in Toronto. So. Wow, look at you. Yeah, look, look at, at me. Huh? Look at me. What a concert super yeah, spreader. All right, so <laughs> Everyone's safe, though, right? We're all good. We're all good. We're all good. Uh, We're okay. all good. Yeah. Just We're want to make sure. So one of my favorite bits that we regularly do on Sunday nights from 10 to B to 1A Central Time, which would be, what, 8 to 11 Pacific Time, uh, is it's what we know. In other right. words, nobody else does this nobody. in sports radio. Nobody. And we basically kick off an hour or spend time talking about what we know heading into games or what we know heading into a weekend. So – We'll kick off hour number two with Arnie's always insightful, which will somehow get back to him picking the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> what Arnie knows heading into the second week of the preseason. I know the Jets stink all over again. That I already wow. saw that. I watched so much of that Jets-Giants game, I'm no better for it. But uh, the Jets absolutely – so do the Giants too, by the way. They look bad. I'm, gl- I'm glad you watched it because I was kind of doing some inventory today because I had yeah. like five minutes at home by myself before – the kids got kids are back to school, but I feel like they're still always here. I don't know why, but it, it's wild to me, Arnie, because of all the games that I really felt like, okay, watch that. Saw how those play. I didn't really get to watch much of that. Yeah. I saw the highlights of Zach Wilson and that was it. So yeah. you're telling me that it's, I, I don't need to go pull that up on YouTube or anything no, when the show's no, the over. Giants, the Giants are one. If, the, if things go away, they, if things go their way this year, uh, they're one year away from uh, winning a Super Bowl. Wow. Oh no, no! Excuse me. Not because they're good. It's oh. because they'll go one in sixteen. Um, they'll get rid of Danny Dimes and they'll and they'll bring in like Aaron Rodgers. Rattler. Oh, and oh, bring oh in Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yes, okay. Yes. All right. I like. Yeah. Well, what you think? With they're gonna win one with Danny Dimes? That yeah. guy's horrible. I, 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 I'm not here to try to make you feel better about Danny Dimes. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just. 
I'm intrigued that you already have the plan in place for them for 2022 oh, Joe and the Judge 21 be, season yeah, hasn't started. Judge is he's a horrible coach. Horrible. I, and I told everybody that was going to happen. The, the, the Judson Giants should be ashamed of themselves how bad those two teams are. I feel bad for the New Yorkers that they got to deal with the Jets and the Giants. Wow. I, I mean, I knew it wasn't necessarily art that we saw on TV last week, and I didn't realize it was this bad. So oh, it was bad. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, a couple quick tweets. That's the be- in English, Plank. A couple of quick yeah. tweets. That's the best way to stay in touch with the show. Arnie is at Stinking Genius. Want him at Plank's show. Everybody should uh, tweet us as well at Fox Sports Radio. I, I have every feed up, so hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Paul writes, based on our assessment on Mac Jones, as a Bills fan here in Buffalo – who happens to also be an Auburn sidewalk alum. My reaction to playing Mac Jones after seeing me seeing him at Bama for two years, yawn. Pats wow. go seven and eight at best. No, I am going five and twelve because they're not going to be a good team. I actually agree with that. But um, as to what he saw about Mac Jones, don't give me the yawn thing. Um, there was a lot of questions about him. The kid looked good. He was poised. He had a seventeen play or an eighteen play drive that uh, resulted in a touchdown. I mean, he just looked like a guy that's been in the league for like three, four years. I was impressed, to be honest. You know, I um, I came away pretty impressed too. And I've been one of his biggest detractors. I, I thought whenever the buzz started to build, Arnie, even, even with him filling in for Tua, whenever right. Tua got hurt, what now, two years ago, I wasn't really all that impressed. I, I, I looked back and I, and I rewatched heading into the draft. And the thing that you noticed is Steve Sarkeesian had developed a really good game plan. Uh, he had hit so many good re- – he had so many receivers around him. So you just thought, oh, he's – He's all about the weapons around him. But then I watched him play, and I've, I've watched both preseason games for the, for the Patriots, and I thought, oh, my gosh, they're, he's not bad. So I might be doing a 180 on Mac Jones before he even takes a wow. snap in a regular season game. We'll talk about it more. Yeah. We'll get you caught up on everything that took place tonight in the preseason, and we'll answer the question, what we learned, what we know, heading into week two of the preseason on Fox. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.